Hello, everyone. I am Paul Wicker. I'm JD Prater. And oh wait, I, did we change this? Oh yeah, this isn't the right intro. That's my yeah. Idea. I changed it. I put Friday the Thirteenth. Dun dun dun. Uh, scary. Ree, ree, ree. I was waiting. I was gonna surprise you once you said it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PPC Show. I am Paul Wicker. And I'm J.D. Prater. And today is apparently Friday the 13th. Ree, ree, ree. <laughs> and these are your top headlines in marketing. <laughs> Friday the 13th. <laughs> uh, is this your Friday the 13th music? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to have like all these weird sound effects, you know, like Michael and you got Jason and Freddie. Meg and I always try to watch one of these uh, really crappy horror movies on Friday the 13th. I don't know if anyone else has that tradition, but we, we, we try. Well, if anyone was going to the movies anymore, I'm sure there's probably a horror movie out right now. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, uh, I'm staying home. <laughs> yeah. The horror is going to the movies. Will I survive a trip to the movies? Paul uh, Wicker leaves his house. <laughs> right. right. Little right. did he know. COVID-19 was waiting around the corner. COVID on everything. Um, I didn't even realize it was Friday the 13th and a full moon. This week I had a full moon. Yeah, I know. It's scary times. And we're out oh. of toilet paper, Paul. Did you stock up <laughs> on toilet paper? I Yeah, I we didn't. In fact, we went to the store today, though, and we did buy toilet paper. But we just bought a normal, normal four-pack, you know, just oh, two wow. of us. So Marin County still has toilet paper. That's everyone... Flock to Marin. <laughs> That's true. I went to, there's a store called Good Earth, and, you know, I was ready for, like, you know, mass hysteria. But it was actually, it was like a busy day, almost like a holiday. A little crowded, but pretty much everything in stock. No one being too crazy. So I was <laughs> relieved that there wasn't full-blown panic at the supermarket today. Oh, uh, man. Uh, Meg went to Whole Foods yesterday to uh, fear buy some things, and one of the things that she came back with was it's interesting what people stock up on right so it's like yogurt gone like <laughs> tofu gone so hey the, the vegetarians in the world are like i want that tofu like right. give it to me <laughs> you can freeze it well, we got some you can freeze it yeah. Uh, yeah we're now ready for an earthquake a power outage a fire or a pandemic so we're good but the zombie apocalypse, Paul, are you ready? You got your hatchets, right, got your shotguns. Crossbow. <laughs> Crossbow. All that stuff. Um, so now you've you've been working home for a long time. I'm new to this. This is like two days in. And when we first got on, on the Zoom call here, your first line was, it takes a pandemic to get you to work from home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul. Paul's finally working from home, everybody. Like, get excited. He's actually doing some social distancing. So this mm -hmm. is good stuff. Uh but yeah, I mean, I worked from home for like roughly four or five years of, of my career. So like roughly half-ish has been working from home. So very used to social distancing. As I was telling some coworkers this week, it's like my spirit animal. Like, <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> you're a pro, well, you are a pro work from home person. Yeah, social distancing <laughs> is supposed to be like new for people, not your preferred method of living. But uh <laughs> But yeah, so what are some tips? I don't know. Yeah. Teach me. Teach me. Yeah. How can I work from home better? I got some tips for you. Uh, I, I, I've been trying to uh, write up some tips for our internal team. So we're uh, now full, basically full remote uh, here at Cora going on this week. They just extended it to April 1st. So we will be 
remote for the rest of the month. And so I put together some tips. I'm going to run through these kind of quick. But some of the ones that I really liked, turn on your video for all calls. Like that's this like key. Like uh, not being able to see faces. I just think it's important. I think body language is important for communication. But I think when you're at home too, it's also good just to like see people. Uh, these two are like back and forth. Make time, make time for food. Like make time for lunch. Like leave your desk, go and eat, right? Uh, but also don't forget to eat. I find that when I'm at home, I don't necessarily have like maybe the restaurants nearby, you know, if that was part of the work culture, or maybe I don't have the greatest groceries. And so eating can become a challenge. Uh, make sure you have like a dedicated workspace. I think that one's kind of a no, uh, no brainer there. Like if you could have some kind of place where this is where work happens as good, uh, get outside, go for a walk, walk the dogs, get some fresh air. Uh, don't just like sit in your house all day. That's not good. And well, then, um, <clears throat> let me stop you. Yeah. Because that has been my favorite part is you can just, especially if you have a meeting where you don't need to like do anything on your computer, I just take a walk. Yeah. Like put the headset in, especially if it's like, you know, there's a meeting with like HR and it's like 85% where I'm just sitting there listening. And I told them right up front, you might hear the birds and the, the sunshine or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so that's a nice little perk. You can just get outside and go walk around. Yeah. And it's like, it's easy, you know, uh, I'll give you three more then I'll, I'll stop. Uh, social zooming new new term, but this is getting in with some social zooms. just like you would like hallway talk, you know? Yeah. But you know, just make some time, just schedule it 30 minutes, have a team and just, you know, just BS like, just like you would in the hallway. Make sure for social zooming virtual happy hour and virtual like, uh, yeah, like happy hour. I forget who was doing it on Twitter. Uh, actually, it's this guy Casey something Newstrom from the from the Verge. So we cover a lot oh, of Verge yeah, articles, yeah. Um, and him and maybe Mark uh, Suster. Anyway, some people on on the Twitters were doing it, where they're basically like, "Hey, we're gonna do like a a happy hour from like five to six. You know, grab a drink and just chat, and the first fifty people in can hang out." And it seems like it's catching on because people still need a little face to face time. Yeah, they do. It's good. Uh, don't feel guilty if you step away from your computer to go to the restroom or you miss a Slack message, just like you would in the office. If you step away, you step away. Uh, and so I think a lot of times you can feel shackled to your computer or like shackled to Slack. You have to answer really quickly. At least, you know, uh, I think starting off and work from home, that's how I always felt. It was like, like I have to prove, I have to prove it. I'm here. I'm here. I promise. And so, uh, five second response, don't feel guilty. And then lastly, uh, use that extra commute time. So if you know, if it takes you 30 minutes to get to the office, use that time to uh, tidy up the house, you know, do some dishes. I think, uh, that feeling of productivity will also help you stay focused because now you have a, a cleaner house and cleaner workspaces have been uh, shown to help, help with productivity and focus. I went for a run yesterday cause I was like, I got time. Yeah. Exercise. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Went for a little run. Uh, and this, I've heard a lot of people say, prepare like you're going in the office. Like, go t- take a shower, brush your teeth, get dressed. Don't just roll out in your yes. PJs. Wear pants that have an actual waist. Right. <laughs> a week with um, sweatpants and stress-eating cheese is not going to help. Right. Yeah, right. You, um, well, certainly Core is not alone. AdStage has also gone remote, as has pretty much everybody in tech, especially here in the Bay Area. Uh, one of the articles this week, just reviewed kind of everybody who went remote, but just that 
everyone. I mean, Google, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, uh, anybody who has a large like tech workforce has pretty much gone remote at this point. Uh, and it's kind of catching on. You know, we're recording this on Friday, March 13th. I think I'll get this out today. So you're probably hearing it today on Friday the 13th. Um, and at this point, I have a lot of friends on the East Coast who are now saying like, hey, you know, we're supposed to work from home. So it sounds like this is by next week, everybody like in the U.S. will probably be working from home. Uh, cool. Use, use that list. Use it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to tweet it out or something. Yeah, share that list around. I also <laughs> like the, the this should be on your list, too. You mentioned this before we started recording. You have to start every call with, can you see my screen? Can, can you, you see, see my, my screen? screen? Can you see my screen? JD's here. Right. Yeah, I can see you. <laughs> right. Can you hear me? At what point do we move beyond checking the obvious? You know, Zoom actually has been pretty good. It's really good. Like whatever they've done with all that IPO money, it's a pretty good, pretty good strategy because yeah. the quality's gone way up, and they are now better than everybody else. So. I mean, I've had zero issues. I don't know what they're doing with all this server space, but I mean, it's great. You know, uh, also uh, as we were talking. You know, it's okay. You got dogs in the background. People understand you got dogs. You got a screaming kid. People get it. Like Jude's daycare just shut down. So next week, Jude's going to be here doing the podcast with me. But uh, also, don't be surprised if your neighbor is doing construction. This is also very common with all my Zoom meetings. It's always, sorry if you hear some background noise. We're doing a remodel or my neighbor's doing this. It's Literally, my neighbor is there's see, construction see. on their house right now they're putting on like a new deck or something uh, every for weeks. Once. yeah it's and, funny yeah. uh or right, i wanted to ask you i don't know why book club oh actually i do know why i asked you book club because i made a stack of books to hold the the microphone and i was like i want to hold up random books i've read uh so other people can read them this one's called the hidden life of trees and it's by peter woolabin and it was really good. It was from an ad stage book club. Uh, go out and read it. <laughs> we really should put this up on YouTube. We need to record our Zoom video. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'm not reading anything currently. Um, what? Yeah, I'm not reading Do a book you live currently. In the Bay Area and work in tech, you're not prepared to talk about. I don't have a. Reading? I don't have a book right now. Right now, I'm reading a lot of articles. Uh, of course, you know about COVID. COVID. Yeah, it just like. And uh, our leadership's response to it. Uh, Top notch. (laughs) Kristen, we did watch a press release today. It is really strange. It is just bizarre. I saw the CEO of Target was speaking. I saw people like (laughs) tweeting about this and I was like, wait, why is the CEO of Target? Uh, Anyway, okay. Yeah, Elizabeth uh, Holmes, CEO of Theranos, was trending on Twitter. And I was like, why is she trending? And it's because everyone was waiting for her to get introduced as the new (laughs) czar of testing. (laughs) <laughs> for COVID. Uh, That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, all right, let's do some headlines. They, do um, they almost all have COVID in them because that's what uh, everybody in ad tech is dealing with right now. Uh, but there's a few that do not. And one of them is actually Reddit. So Reddit introduced a new feature, uh, a new ad format. So uh, if you're familiar with promoted trends on Twitter where you can pay them money and you will show up as a trend. Uh, basically reddit has introduced the same thing so it's called trending takeover uh, trying to better monetize their 430 million users on reddit and uh, it appears in the search tab and the popular feed so if you're on reddit you know where those are so makes sense i i think this is a brilliant ad unit for them i mean when you got the front page of the internet 
and you have this ability to see what's trending, what's not trending, and now you can basically have a placement right there and pay for it. Makes complete sense. And I think Twitter was really quick to do this one, uh, and like kudos for them for uh, like to Reddit for copying this and making it available. I, I think it's I think it's really smart. And when Twitter first did it, I was like, this is so disingenuous. It's not really trending. And now I've come to accept the lies of advertising. So. Yeah, I accept the lies that like every movie tends to somehow always buy this. It's like it's like in their playbook for activation. If you have a movie, you are going to buy this trending thing on Twitter. <laughs> right. You're going to trend. We demand it. Um the well let's see let me see if i have anything else that doesn't talk about covid mm. biden, biden joe biden uh so you know the the democratic uh primaries are down to biden bernie well i guess and tulsi gabbard she's still oh yeah i forgot she's still, she's still in it isn't that funny yeah. <laughs> anyway so there's technically three but two you know main candidates and biden has turned up his ad spend pretty dramatically so the week Ending March 8th, he spent $2 million on Facebook ads, uh, which is the most by any political advertiser right now. And it's about three times the 550000 that he spent previously. So he's really, that's a three, four X almost, almost four X. So really turning it up. And that's twice as much as Bernie Sanders, who spent about $1.2 million uh, during that same week. So Biden spending more. A lot of the messaging apparently is around fundraising. And then a lot of people are also saying that Bloomberg's, all the money he spent uh, building an audience, and now he's obviously, he in, well, maybe not obviously, if you haven't heard, he and pretty much every other Democratic uh, candidate has endorsed Biden, except for Elizabeth Warren. I mm -hmm. think she's the one that has said she's not endorsing anyone quite yet. But everyone else is pretty much Andrew Yang and uh, Pete Buttigieg and all, pretty much everybody else has endorsed Biden. So all yep. the money they spent trying to drum up an audience, they're trying to point in Biden's direction. So political update too. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> what else do you do with all that money, right? I mean, there's uh, if Biden had a great Super Tuesday taking that money and he's really trying to get Joe Mentum, if you've, if you've heard this one. And so trying to you know keep spending and keep it going because I think there's a couple more states next Tuesday I think the voting is still happening from what I from what I was reading, uh, because again, you know, with COVID, you know, what's going to yeah, happen? No, postponed. So a oh, lot it is the, postponed. Yep. Oh, okay. The primaries were postponed in a number of states. So, so we'll see. I don't know if that uh, impacts the Biden and Sanders campaign strategy, but I think everybody's assuming March is like this new do nothing month. Well, work from home. Be very hardworking, but all events, all. And gatherings, movies, concerts, cruise ships, vacations, all that stuff for March has been postponed. Maybe April, too. I know. Tough times. Crazy. Stock market all over the place. Yeah, today pretty flat. So it stopped its total free fall. But um, Google added some new features. So you talked about some of the new features Google added last week. Uh, they added another two. I tried to find them in our account, but sadly, we do not have them yet. Plus, we don't report on conversion value, shame on us, but uh, we never took the time to set up conversion value. So probably wouldn't do much anyway, but uh, do you want to talk about these two new features from them? Yeah, so uh, like you said, you, you, you may not see these in your account because again, still uh, still in beta. So you may not have them uh, fully uh, baked out in your account, but here's some, you know, some things that you guys can uh, look forward to. So there's customer value reporting. 
And so when it's live in your account, you'll find uh, conversion value reporting in the tools dropdown under the measurement section. And so this is basically showing you the distribution of your customer base over like the previous 12 months. So you'll be able to see like male and female, you'll be able to see age, and then you'll see like parental status, you can do locations, devices uh, coming in. So bar charts. And then with the conversion value rules, uh, it's also beta testing. You can, uh, uh, it's located in the exact same place under conversions, is uh, you can adjust the values for conversion events based on conditions like location or device. So I thought that was kind of interesting to think through how conversions are coming in and then really uh, adjusting those based off where they're coming in. So maybe the U.S. has a you know, higher LTV than the UK or something like that or by device. And so you'll be able to kind of go in and play around with these and say, like, I want more desktop from the U.S. conversions. So, yeah, yeah this is kind of cool. Next level targeting right here. Uh, weighting your conversion value based on demographics. Oof. That's pretty cool. Uh, so that's uh, hopefully coming to you soon if you don't already have it in the Google Ads UI. Um, and then the on the Facebook side, so no new features released that we've seen that we managed to dig up because most of the news this week has been COVID related and so is the Facebook news. So some uh, research analysts have noted that uh, they're expecting to see the Facebook ad revenue drop pretty significantly, especially things, uh, sectors affected by the coronavirus outbreak, sectors like travel, retail, CPG, entertainment, and that's actually 30 to 45% of Facebook's total revenue. So if those folks have to stop spending because you can't fly, so why would I advertise flights? Um, then they expect Facebook to take a short-term uh, hit. They did say they expect things to return to normal. Uh, I don't know how much these analysts in, uh, in finance know, but they're saying uh, expect Q3 revenue and Q4 revenue to be fine. I've heard conflicting things. Some people say, you know, everything's messed up for a while. But. I know. Well, this one's tough, too, because I see a lot of Facebook advertisers tweeting out around how rough this week has been for performance. And rightfully so. I mean, I'm not buying anything. You know, it's like one of these kind of like hunker down, buy only the necessities or like very like utilitarian things like toilet paper. Right. And tofu. And tofu and yogurt. <laughs> right. It's a. Uh, is cans, you know, uh, beans. But uh, I think I am not really surprised by that. And I think the other side to that is if you are still advertising, really, really thinking through, uh, I think even even like specifically social media, do you have a blacklist set up? Do you have ways that you can block, you know, your ad showing up next to anything like coronavirus related? I think could be smart. It could also help with your ultimate uh, performance goals that you're looking to get. So think through that as well as, you know, how do I turn off things? Because honestly, if it were me and I was running, I would probably turn off some stuff right now. Uh, you know, I think it's just very different than advertising during an economic downturn. This is advertising next to like really like scary virus stuff. And there's a lot of information coming out. There's a lot of people with feelings around this, good and right. bad. And I just don't necessarily want my ad showing up to that, especially when people aren't ready to buy. I think once this news cycle kind of, you know, calms down a little bit, then turn it back on, you know, full full force. But I think right now you may not be getting a lot of conversions. Yeah, I wonder how much discretionary spending in general is impacted by things like this. I mean, obviously, if you're not traveling, a lot of people spend money on vacation. Uh, yep. You know, there's no rental car. There's no going out to restaurants. There's no booking tours and all that. 
Um, and also just to your point, if the mood is a little bit, you know, fraught, are people as likely to buy a new pair of pants from Instagram or are they more concerned about making sure they ha- have food and they don't get sick? So, um, I know. I, wonder i got a email today from uh, a ddc brand that uh, paul and i have both bought from and i was just like no man like I, no now is not the time i'm not right. buying a pair of jeans from you right now like why did you send that email you know well and then the other emails you get are the covid19 yeah uh, you know kind of we're handling it <laughs> emails and at this point i know i must have a hundred of them um and I actually put somebody tweeted, and I put it into the show notes. Um, your audience might not want to hear from your brand today. Sometimes the best thing to say is nothing at all. So, if it's if it's important, and of course some brands, you know, if it's uh, some place that people are going to walk into your location or they buy food from you, I can you know talking about sanitation makes sense. But but yeah, if you're like a clothing brand right now, do, do people really need to know that you're you're looking out for them? Yeah, and I oh. get it. Every brand cares about me. Right. <laughs> Every brand has emailed right. me to tell me that they are doing the best they can and they are concerned for me. And it's like, come on. You guys all need new messaging. You guys are all saying the same thing. <laughs> and it's, uh, you can't. So if you want to take that messaging and push it to ads, you can't. So both Facebook and Google are preventing people from running ads that contain the words coronavirus or things related to coronavirus. Um, Google will demonetize any videos that are running that mention uh, coronavirus. And they're demonetizing in a sense that if you're watching it, they won't put any ads in it. More, not necessarily as like a lack of endorsement, but because they're trying to let you watch the content, assuming that it's important content. So you can't run coronavirus uh, ads, like if you're doing a cure for coronavirus. But there are some people who say like, hey, we're not trying to do a cure like you know spam we really just want to mention it like there's one example of someone on reddit on the ppc uh reddit that said something like oh we want to like tell our customers about how we're like offering zero fees but people were saying like anything about coronavirus whether it's a keyword or ad copy landing page anything you'll get shut down it's also like these are customers you should be emailing them not sending them ads you know like uh I thought within that question too around, you know, sending ads to my customers around coronavirus. Nah, nah, not going to be a good idea, man. Uh, Probably not good to, uh, you know, some of these people that are making money off of coronavirus. I'm just like, man, (laughs) you are like the lowest of the low. I'm sorry. Like price gouging people. Uh, I I do not like you right now. If you, that is you. Right. I feel like every major catastrophe, it seems like these people come out, right? They're the ones who like buy up all the masks during the fires and sell them for like $30 uh, or what, you know, wherever there's a a way you can make some money. Somebody shows up trying to take advantage. Um, And then actually, if you're an NGO, a nonprofit, you can get free ad space right now on YouTube. I saw Um, that. uh, The government as well has free ad space. Yeah. And uh, again, nonprofit NGO, I saw Asana is also offering like uh, free business subscriptions. Hmm. I know. I said hmm. that too. I was like, huh, good for you. <laughs> okay. It's like, uh, <laughs> prepare your family with an Asana board. I mean, it's where you're Here's starting a task ter- list. <laughs> Right, exactly. You're starting a territory of like, are you just trying to get me hooked on your product and using coronavirus as a, as a hook? But I know, I know. It was, uh, 
it's one of those like you know hey that, that's such a good thing but anyway you have to be working in like medical research or uh, disaster response related to COVID-19 so it's not just like all of them but if you're like on the front lines kind of thing you know it's a free one-year subscription oh okay well that makes a lot more sense I feel better yeah. now I thought it was just like anybody and like that's pretty much a free trial <laughs> so <laughs> one year um, free trial <laughs> yeah yeah um, oh, hey before man. we go I, yeah. I did want to plug uh you know, we've been doing interviews again. We had uh, an interview with Harry Hawk go live not too long ago. I just finished recording uh, another one with Garrett Magroot. Magroot. Yeah. Magroot. Yeah. Magroot. Yep. He's a smart guy. He is. He's a very smart guy. Magroot. Magroot is how he told yeah. me to say. Magroot. Um, it's got a lot more letters, so uh, that's why we're struggling over it. But super smart guy. Uh, we just... You know, he does like B2B SaaS for software companies is really where his agency directive focuses. So that's what AdStage is. So it actually turned out to be like a podcast, but really me and him talking about B2B SaaS. And I found it pretty interesting. So we're going to package that up and should have that out next week. So if you haven't listened to the uh, Harry Hawk uh, interview from his Between <laughs> two murders. Right. <laughs> Do you like that too much? Too outdated? Between two marketers, I think it's funny, but I don't know if these these the youths will know. That's true. It's a Zach Galifianakis like uh, reference. I think it was actually Kim. You know Kim. Yeah. Uh, I was like, hey, should we name the interview series something? And she was like, spouted off a few ideas, and one of them was between two marketers. I was like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> so, so tune in and find uh, the second interview from Between Two Marketers. And if uh, you want more headlines from AdStage, you can always head over to blog.adstage.io and you sign up and we'll send you a newsletter with all the latest headlines in ad tech. Enjoy your week, everybody. Stay safe, social distancing, cover your mouth whenever you cough, wash your hands. Mine are bleeding because I've never washed them so much in one day. They're so raw. <laughs> I'm going to invest in lotion companies next. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, trying times, huh? Well, yeah. positive. We got to end on a positive note. Come on, Paul. Something positive here. Make sure you tell everybody on Zoom, uh, ever ask them if they could see your screen. <laughs> That's my parting wisdom. <laughs> Start every call with, can you see my screen? And you'll be fine. Uh, my positive news is, even though we're all freaking out about it, like the survivability rates, if you're not elderly and you don't have another medical condition, like it's, you're going to live. So some people are freaking out, like, if I get this, I'm going to die. And you're like a 25-year-old, you're in great shape. Like, yeah, you can get sick and don't give it to your grandma. But, like, everybody's not going to, like, instantly die when you get it. It's not like, it is not the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It is just a disease, a pandemic. So yeah, I how think, about that? Was that more positive? No, I think that's good. I think a bright spot for me, too, is, like, uh, it, in some ways, it took coronavirus for us to unite as a nation. Uh, I, I, you know, when you think about social distancing for the sake of a community, right? So we have to isolate ourselves for the greater good of our community. It's kind of cool. And it's kind of cool that we're doing it at such a scale. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a huge inconvenience. But at the same time, it's kind of cool that we're all in this together. And we're all kind of helping to flatten the, the curve as I've been uh, told. And I think that's kind of cool to, to see us all kind of coming together and hopefully fight this virus and say, no, not on my watch. Not today. 
This is great. It's turning into an action movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to end there. Uh, enjoy your week, everybody. Stay safe.